0: This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative, episode 151. A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms. Of 1988. Hey there, baby, don't I know you weren't you, my James? Dean? A Palm Springs rebel, handsome devil chasing a big time dream. You were always running with the wind at your back, looking for a big red Cadillac. And Eisenhower and Lutz premiered on CBS on March 14, 1988, at 9 30 p.m. Bud Lutz, played by Scott Bakula, is a young lawyer who returns to his hometown in Palm Springs to open his law practice there. Who's Eisenhower? Nobody. Lutz's dad, played by Henderson Forsythe, suggested he include the name as a well-respected partner. Delane Matthews plays Bud's waitress girlfriend, Patricia Richardson, his high school sweetheart and now partner in a high-end firm. Rose Portillo, his secretary, and Leo Jeter, his assistant. We covered Scott Bakula on episode 140 for Gung Ho, Delane Matthews on episode 133 for Joe Bash, and we'll cover Patricia Richardson in her far better-known sitcom. Rose Portillo had a run on Cagney and Lacey, and much later on Vita, along with films Exorcist II The Heretic and Where the Buffalo Roam. Leo Jeter spent the 80s through the mid-2000s as an actor with a regular role on FM, and films Footloose, No Way Out, and Penny Dreadful. He then switched tracks, writing for Skin, Close to Home, The Closer, also a producer, and Major Crimes, Directing and Producing. Henderson Forsythe started off Broadway, later making it to the big stage, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? The Right Honorable Gentleman? A Delicate Balance? And The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, winning a Tony and Drama Desk nomination. Being a Broadway actor in the 50s, he did early live TV dramas and had a 30 year recurring role on As the World Turns. There was also film work The Greek Tycoon, Interiors, Silkwood, and Species 2. He passed in 2006. Eisenhower and Lutz wasn't impressive as a law firm or a ratings grabber. Thirteen episodes and gone. Creator Alan Burns, The Munsters, Get Smart, The Mary Tyler Moore Show, would reuse Matthews, Richardson, and Jeter on sitcom FM the next year. I watched an episode on YouTube. The opening theme is a country song with Bakula as a kid and adult. There's a whole Betty and Veronica thing going on between Matthews and Richardson. Matthew's ex is in town, the one that ran them out of Texas. He's a stand-up, and we get to hear his routine. Bakula's character treats people horribly. There's a lot of skin for a sitcom, but not a lot of laughs. Of Age premiered on CBS on March 15, 1988, at 9 p.m., a sitcom about a retirement community. Paul Dooley stars as an airline pilot forced into retirement, so he and his wife, played by Phyllis Newman, move into the dunes. Kevin Pollock's character runs the place. Alan Young, Glynnis Johns, and Ruta Lee play other residents, and Leona Woodward, Pollock's assistant. Now, we covered Alan Young all the way back on episode 49 for Mr. Ed, and Glennis Johns even farther back on episode 34 for her eponymous series. Paul Dooley was a cartoonist as a youth and then had a Navy stint just after World War II. He started stage work and was discovered by Mike Nichols, which led to playing The Odd Couple on Broadway, playing one of Oscar's poker buddies. He got into early improv as a member of the Compass Players, which later became the Second City. Alan Arkin and Alan Alda were also there at the time. A lot of TV guest work followed. He was the head writer and creator of PBS's The Electric Company, and then formed a production company to make commercials. Dooley became a longtime character actor in films, Up the Sandbox, Slapshot, Breaking Away, Popeye, Strange Brew, 16 Candles, The Player, Waiting for Guffman, Runaway Bride, A Mighty Wind, Cars, Voice Work, Hairspray, and Sunshine Cleaning. As well as TV, Sesame Street, Dream On with an Emmy nomination, Grace Under Fire, Once and Again, The Practice, another Emmy nom, ER, Huge, and The Kids Are Alright. Dooley is still busy at 94 and has three works in production. Phyllis Newman's parents were performers, and Phyllis made it to Broadway in Wish You Were Here, Bells Are Ringing, Subways Are for Sleeping with a Tony win, The Apple Tree, On the Town, The Prisoner of Second Avenue, and Broadway Bound with a Tony nom. She was in films Picnic, Let's Rock, and Mannequin, as well as TV, Diagnosis Unknown, and 100 Center Street, along with long tours of the talk and game show circuits. Newman also recorded multiple albums and founded a Women's Health Institute for the entertainment industry, winning a special Tony for humanitarian work. She passed in 2019. Kevin Pollack has had a long career, often playing the best friend of the lead. Films include Willow, Avalon, L.A. Story, A Few Good Men, Grumpy Old Men, The Usual Suspects, Casino, That Thing You Do, She's All That, End of Days, The Whole Nine Yards, The Wedding Planner, Red State with regular or recurring TV work on Hot Flashes, Morton and Hayes, The Drew Carey Show, Work With Me, Shark, Vamped Out, Transformers, Robot in Disguise, that's voice work, Angel from Hell, Billions, Mom, Better Things, and is currently on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, winning two SAG Awards as a member of the cast. Before all that, he started as a stand-up and impressionist getting specials on HBO and Showtime. In 2009, he got into early podcasting, doing a video series called Kevin Pollock's Chat Show, and has done other podcasts since then. Ruta Lee was born in Quebec but graduated from Hollywood High. She got dozens of TV guest roles as well as films: Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, Anything Goes, Funny Face, Witness for the Prosecution, Sargent's Three, and regular or recurring TV work on The Lineup, 77 Sunset Strip, Perry Mason, and First and Ten. She also ran the game and talk show circuits. Lee, a Lithuanian by Heritage, used her Hollywood clout to get other members of her family out of Soviet gulags. Lenore Woodward appeared in the film Say Anything and passed in 1992. Coming of Age was not a hit for CBS. As a mid-season replacement, it ran for three episodes, then they pulled it, then they added it to the next fall schedule where it bombed again, with episodes burned off in the summer of 1989. Fifteen episodes total, four of which never aired. Found an episode on YouTube. The opening theme is the classic Sing, 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 which accompanies old home movie footage, some of which is from the actual cast. The show reminds me of my parents who lived in Sun City for years. Dooley's character buys a cheap cordless phone. It was a deal, which doesn't work. The actors really sell their parts. There's a lot of late 80s pastels. Van Johnson guest stars as a recent widow. There's just not a lot of humor here. Trial and Error premiered on CBS on March 15th, 1988 at 8 p.m., not to be confused with the 2017 NBC sitcom. Another show with a legal angle. Eddie Velez plays an attorney and Paul Rodriguez, his roommate, a T-shirt salesman. Velez is the token Latino at a high-end law firm dealing with a fellow attorney, John DeLancey, a senior partner, Stephen Elliott, and his secretary, Debbie Shapiro. We covered Eddie Velez on episode 129 for Charlie and Company and Paul Rodriguez on episode 120 for A.K.A. Pablo. John DeLancey started acting in school plays and later won a scholarship at Juilliard. This led to stage roles with the American Shakespeare Festival and regional theaters started getting TV roles by the mid-70s in miniseries Captains and the Kings, The Thorn Birds, and multiple appearances on The Six Million Dollar Man. Now, Lancey had a long run on Days of Our Lives, as well as Legend, Stargate SG-1, Charmed, Breaking Bad. He's done film work, The Onion Field, The Fisher King, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, Saving Private Ryan. His deep resonance led itself to Voice Work, The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, Max Steel, Assassin's Creed, StarCraft, World of Warcraft, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. He also worked as a narrator with various symphonies. But Delancey is best known for a single role, the omnipotent Q in the Star Trek franchise. TNG, DS9, Voyager, the Star Trek Continues web series, Lower Decks, Picard, and many video games. Stephen Elliott studied under Meisner and served in the Merchant Marines in World War II. He then began a successful Broadway career, Wonderful Journey, Command Decision, The Gay Life, King Lear, the persecution and assassination of John Paul Marat, as performed by the inmates of the Asylum of Charenton, under the direction of the Marquis de Sade with a Tony nom, A Whistle in the Dark with a Drama Desk win, Of course, he was involved in early live TV drama with regular or recurring work on Rocky King Detective, Captain Video and His Video Rangers, The Edge of Night, Beacon Hill, Executive Suite, How the West Was Won, Falcon Crest, St. Elsewhere, Dallas, and Chicago Hope, with a ton of guest roles, along with film roles Death Wish, Arthur, and Beverly Hills Cop. He passed in 2005. Debbie Shapiro also came from the theater. They're playing our songs, Zorba, Les Miserables, Jerome Robbins Broadway, Anna Tony, and Chicago. Her screen credits are few. The film Isn't She Great, playing Edie Gourmet, and voice work on The Little Mermaid. Trial and Error had a torturous history. Tommy Chong had created a pilot called The Family Martinez about a reformed Latino gang member who became a lawyer and moved back in with his family. CBS started meddling, turning it into a buddy comedy called Amigos. Chong remained on as producer, but was rarely involved. Rodriguez objected to the show's title, hence trial and error. After all this, the series ran for three episodes, with five more never aired. One notable casting choice, there was a bellboy in the second episode, played by Brad Pitt. He had only arrived in L.A. three days before the shoot, It was reportedly his first paid Hollywood job, although there's no IMDb listing for it and there are multiple earlier references. Hmm. With such a generic name as Trial and Error and another later sitcom with the same name, there's no footage online of the series. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on? The Wonder Years premiered on ABC on March 15, 1988 at 8.30 p.m. A dramedy set in the late 60s and early 70s concentrating on a boy coming of age. Fred Savage plays the lead Kevin with the voice of Daniel Stern as an adult Kevin providing narration. His father Jack, Dan Loria, is a Korean War vet, gruff and usually distant. His mother Norma, Allie Mills, is nurturing. His older sister Karen, Olivia Diabo, is a hippie and rebellious. His older brother Wayne, Jason Hervey, is annoying and torments Kevin. Kevin has dweeby best friend Paul, Josh Saviano, and first-love Winnie, Danica McKellar, whose older brother is killed in action in Vietnam during the pilot. There's also a large group of recurring characters, teachers, friends, boy, and girlfriends. We covered Allie Mills in episode 100 for The Associates. Fred Savage had a regular role on Morningstar, Star, and a few guest TV spots before his big break as the sick kid in The Princess Bride. Peter Falk played his grandpa who read the book to him. He co-starred in the film Vice Versa just prior to The Wonder Years. Other films, Little Monsters, The Wizard, The Rules of Attraction, Deadpool 2 as himself. Savage would get two Emmy and two Golden Globe noms for the Kevin Arnold role. After the Wonder Years run, he returned to TV in Working, Oswald doing voice work, Crumbs, Generator Rex voice work, The Grinder, Friends from College, American Dad voice work. He's also a prolific TV director, Unfabulous, Phil of the Future, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, Aliens in America, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Party Down, Best Friends Forever, Friends with Better Lives, Garfunkel and Oates, Two Broke Girls, The Cool Kids, Modern Family, Dash and Lily, The Connors, and the current Wonder Years reboot. As well as producing Phil of the Future, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Party Down, Best Friends Forever, Garfunkel and Oates, What Just Happened, which he also created, and The Wonder Years Reboot. Daniel Stern did plays in high school and got a walk-on role in a Shakespeare festival. He dropped out of high school and moved to New York, performing mostly off-Broadway. He began to get film roles, Breaking Away, Starting Over, Stardust Memories, Diner, I'm Dancing As Fast As I Can, Hannah and Her Sisters, and a regular on Hometown all before he began his narration run on The Wonder Years. He directed multiple episodes as well. More films followed, The Malagro Beanfield War, Leviathan, My Blue Heaven, Home Alone, City Slickers. He later returned to TV, the titular voice on Dilbert, Danny, which he also created, Regular Joe, Manhattan, and Shrill. Stern is also an artist specializing in bronze sculpture. Dan Loria was a varsity football player and served in the Marines at the same point in his life as his character did in Korea. By the late 70s, he was acting in TV guest spots with a recurring run on Cagney and Lacey. Post-Wonder Years, he was a regular or recurred on Amazing Grace, Party of Five, Costello, The Hoop Life, Jag, Ed, Sullivan & Son, Perception, Pitch, and the announced ESQ. Films include Without a Trace, Nine and a Half Weeks, Independence Day, and The Way Back. Loria has over 200 IMDb credits and played the lead in the Broadway show Lombardi. Olivia Diabo was born in London, the daughter of a model and a singer. She got a role in the film Conan the Destroyer, and she moved to California to pursue a career. There were a number of TV and film roles prior to the Wonder Years. Films include Wayne's World 2, Clean Slate, It Had to Be You. Diabo would later have runs on Law & Order SVU and The Single Guy. She became a successful voice actor, Mortal Kombat, Defenders of the Realm, Batman Beyond, The Legends of Tarzan, Justice League, The Clone Wars, and a ton of video games. She's also a singer-songwriter. Jason Hervey's mother was a talent agent, and she got him work on TV shows with runs on Wild Side, Different Strokes, Fast Times, and Films, Back to the Future, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Back to School, all before the Wonder Years. He would go on to voice work on 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd. Hervey moved into producing wrestling specials, Scott Baio is 45 and single, Party Monsters Cabo, Confessions of a Teen Idol, Lay It Down, Big Easy Brides, The Devil's Wife, Hardcore Pawn Chicago, and See Dad Run. For a period in the early 2000s, he worked in public relations and later got into video game production. Josh Saviano had a few other showbiz roles with a short run on Law & Order SVU. Today, he's an attorney. Danica McKellar started acting as a child, but apart from a few minor roles, The Wonder Years was her first major one. She would go on to be a regular or recurring on The West Wing, Inspector Mom, Project MC2, and voice work on Static Shock, Generator Rex, Phineas and Ferb, Transformers Rescue Bots, DC Superhero Girls, and Young Justice, along with a lot of guest roles. She's also a regular in Hallmark Mystery Movies. McKellar studied mathematics in college, co-authoring a scientific paper. She's written a series of math books targeting adolescents and supports getting more girls involved in the sciences. The Wonder Years was a hit for ABC, running six seasons, and in the top 30 for four of them, with a 2.6 on the Bazinga scale. In addition, it was critically praised, winning DGA, WGA, Golden Globe, Emmy, Humanitas, and Peabody Awards. Kevin and Winnie have their first kiss in the pilot, but there's a long build-up after that with each of them in other relationships. Winnie is mostly written out of the series for several months when McKellar had a growth spurt and they had to wait for Savage to have his. By the finale, the couple have an implied night of passion but do not end up together. There's a flash forward. Kevin becomes a writer and gets married to someone else and they have a child. Winnie moves to Paris. Kevin's father passes away and Wayne takes over the family furniture business. His mother becomes a businesswoman and Karen has a baby. Throughout the series, there are references to the tumultuous period they're living in. The show has had difficulty in the syndication and streaming eras, mostly due to the large amount of copyrighted music from the period. Various versions have been produced using alternate songs. And of course, there's the recent reboot of the series on ABC, featuring a black middle-class family of the time in Alabama, with Don Cheadle as the narrator. I watched an episode on Hulu from the middle of the run, There's a Joe Cocker sound-alike for the opening theme, which introduces the family via home movies. There's a school play, and the drama teacher is having trouble generating interest. Winnie decides to try out, and Kevin joins her, which gets him out of 7th Period Gym. He ends up running the spotlight, and she gets the lead in Our Town. Unfortunately, Winnie can't remember her lines, and her estranged father is coming from out of town to see the play. Paul takes over the spotlight job, then drops out at the last second, forcing Kevin to step in. Winnie's dad moves back in after the play. (laughs) ¶¶ More of 1988 sitcoms in our next episode. At Answer bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe by your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn check out instagram at sf pod network call us at 614 321 that's 614 321 sfp back to you mark well i'm filing this episode in the archive tune in next time